welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. How are you all doing? We have just entered Pisces with Saturn. We had a full moon. The energy is shifting and oh my God, I feel it deeply and I hope you do too. I am so ready for this. I feel like we were all just plateaued there for a hot minute and now the energy is moving and grooving and it is time to think big, start to really dream big and then go bigger. Like we're talking big, big, big manifestations. Pisces is all about fantasy and the universe is going to be really working for you to strip away anything that is not serving your highest good. So make sure that you are aligned, that you have clarity, and that you are know where you're going. And maybe that going is stillness, and that's okay too. But really just knowing your journey and the path and where you need to be right now. I'm really, really excited for today's episode. We have actually never had anyone on the show quite like this. Kalina is actually deaf and went deaf after a very sudden trauma happened when she was a child. So she went for most of her childhood hearing and then had this happen and lost her hearing and did not know how to cope. And this woman is a rock star when you want to talk about inspiration and changing women's lives. Today, we're really going to touch on mental health and disability and how those link together and how you can overcome that. Also, how to find confidence along with being deaf and tools to overcome any mental health that you may be battling with being deaf or with having a disability in general. Kalina is absolutely stunning. She's inspirational and today is just going to be a treat. So hang with us and let's hear Kalina's story. Hello and welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I am so excited for our chat today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? So good. So I know today we're going to... And I know how many people this is going to help, but I first really want to hear your story. What makes you you? And how did you get doing the work that you're doing right now? And what is that work? Daphne, um, so hello everybody. My name is Kalina. I am a young entrepreneur who loves to educate people about the deaf community and with their personal goals. Little do people know, I am actually a hard of hearing person, so I actually became deaf at the age of four. While growing up, I never had anyone that looked like me. And this is where the difficulty where I was getting um, anxiety while interacting with someone who was hearing. I was super nervous. I didn't know what was happening, you know, I was like, why am I treated this way? Why am I different? And I didn't know what to do with myself. And, you know, when I got older, I I had to choose a career path for myself. 
and I wanted to get into something that can impact other people and help other people as well. And I decided to become a life coach, an author, an international speaker, and as well become a deaf advocate for the deaf community and just really teaching people how to be more inclusive. And Mm. yeah, that is literally my story. So let's talk a little bit about what that looks like to be in the deaf community. What has been your biggest struggle and where are you right now advocating for other people in the community to really feel empowered? Definitely. Um, so when I started my entrepreneur journey, I found it very difficult to really let people accommodate me just because there was a lot of slack of awareness, obviously, um, in terms of accommodating myself, especially closed caption. A lot of people were not aware about closed caption, especially on social media platform, not just social media platform, but on, on Zoom and Ugami, a lot of time, um, people didn't know how to put closed caption on. So even when I do networking meeting, or meeting with someone, uh, they don't know how to use it. So that was something I struggle a lot with in terms of, um, in terms of really just getting myself out there because it was super, super hard. And especially the way how um, the world is changing now with technology. So technology is not always the best for me. However, um, no, very grateful for my hearing aids, which is Bluetooth. I'm able to hear people properly now, and I don't have to struggle, like, forcing myself to hear too hard. Um, mm. But the way how I go around with it, really, um, just go on different podcasts, teaching people what it's like to be deaf, and really teaching people that um, they're not the only one who's struggling. You know, there's people out there like myself who have to go through times more than them. And also writing my book, especially to empower other people to think, wow, if Kalina can do it, I can do it. And that was definitely um, the way how I go around it, really, and advocating people, really teaching people more about the deaf community. So let's talk a little bit about mental health and disability and how that pairs together. How has that Um, It's such a very important topic for me because when I was growing up, I never had anyone, anybody to sit down with me and say, like, because you have so much um, on your plate, being deaf, I wish someone spoke to me and told me that and teach me how to be aware. Unfortunately, there's no professional who is a deaf person, unfortunately. Sorry. And it's very hard because, you know, um, no one talked about it. You know, the term mental health was never really taught until during COVID. Right? Not everybody was talking about it until they hit COVID. And it was um, very unfortunate that why is it that we're talking about it now where we should have talked about it before? And mm. for someone who has a disability, it's 10 times worse because we have so many other things that we need to focus on. For example, myself, who is deaf, I have to focus on my hearing aid, right? Sometimes I don't have enough time to step back and really think about my mental health. And um, I have to think about, okay, can I hear today? Tomorrow, can do I have enough hearing aid batteries, right? Hearing aid batteries have um, batteries. So it was very hard for, uh, for like, my, like myself and people who have a disability, it's super hard to really keep track in life because there's so much more that we have to focus on rather than just our mental health. Right, right. And you don't think about that in the day-to-day. Yeah, oh. exactly. So growing up, were either one of your parents deaf? Or were you the only person in your family? 
I'm actually the only one deaf in my family. Um, everybody else in my family is hearing. Okay. And then how did you find, how did you find connections when you were younger or people that um, understood? Um, so what my family did was, so because I became deaf at the age of four, I was already a normal kid. Like I was just doing me, you know, and then until that one day I became deaf due to an infection. However, the day kids did not follow the instruction with my ear job. So that same day they didn't follow the instruction, I actually became deaf that dark same day when I went home. And so when, um, so what my family did was really was to, one, put me in a speech therapist to help me speak clearly, and also in case of speech delay, because my audiologist said that a lot of time when a child become late later on, they may hear things and things different than they used to when they were hearing. Mm-hmm. And, and then my family put me in two different schools. They put me in a deaf school and the hearing school. So I was able to learn how to communicate better that way in terms of putting me, okay, I'd be in the hearing school in the morning or afternoon and then that school in the afternoon or the morning. I was able to really understand and see the world more clear because I would fit into two different communities, especially at a young age, at four years old. I was able to learn how to communicate and learn that, like, I am different from everybody else. Um, so that's really how I learned, um, learned about the two different worlds. So as you got older, what tools? Because I mean, when you look at you, you're confident, you're radiant, you're glowing, you're freaking slaying everything you do, right? So how did you get to that point? What are some tools to like know someone's struggling to really gain that confidence back? Definitely. Um, honestly, I have two stories. So the first story was I was working at a big park. My hair was in a ponytail. My hearing was showing completely. I totally forgot because I was working. I was on break. I was like, I'm so hungry. I just want to go get food. And so I was walking, speed walking to get food. And a little boy approached me and he's like, Miss, Miss. And I thought he was lost. And he's like, no, look, I am deaf too. I wear a hearing aid. And I'm like, oh my God. And we had a small conversation. His mom came to me full of joy and said, thank you so much. Because you just boost my son's confidence. I've been telling my son, he's okay. He's normal. And I said, what? I was confused. And she's like, no, think about it. Not a lot of deaf people are in the hearing community. You don't see them often. It's very rare to see them. And for him to see you, you just help him to boost his confidence. And right there, it showed me how I impact a little boy's life. And mm. it really showed me that if I move forward being confident in myself, I can, who knows who's watching me, I could literally be a huge impact on other people. And that's something that I always keep forever is that you just never know who's watching you or who needs your voice. And that's how I move forward. And the second story was um, when I met my professor who's also deaf and um, very funny story ever. He paused the lecture to change his hearing aid battery. And I was like, did you just pause your lecture? Just to change your hair and your battery in front of the whole class. And I had a conversation with him after class. And I said, how do you build your confidence? And he said, think about it. If you did not come to me, I wouldn't know who's watching. You, I didn't know you are watching. I had no idea you were deaf. And that's what boosts my confidence even more is by realizing that you just never know who needs you. And mm-hmm. you never know who needs you, especially people are super quiet. Um, because people are afraid to come out sometimes. And for you, 
just getting that one person to come out can make so much impact, not just by one person, but also can impact two or three other people. And as well, um, my confidence really came from my family, right? The right support system. You need to have the right support system to support you to move forward. Um, and also to um, feeding my brain very healthy. It's super important that you do feed your brain because if you don't feed your brain healthy, how are you supposed to get the results to build that confidence within yourself? Just like the way if you keep eating junk food, you're not providing healthy protein to your body, correct? Mm. If you do feed something really healthy to your brain, you'll, you have a higher chance of building that confidence. Food so is our gas, gas right? What we thrive on and what we put in our bodies not. Oh, so much goodness. Oh. <laughs> stuff that they can really walk away with and just be inspired and tools for their tool belt, if you will. Place that. Let me. Some tools that have been the most impactful for you working with your clients on ways to start because I think that's one of the big where do I start um it really starts of understanding your why why are you doing that mm-hmm. what is what is the purpose of what you're doing why are you doing this and for me to understand my purpose for my why is that when I was growing up I never had anyone that looked like me there's no deaf person there's no deaf reputation. It's so many, it's so low. It's like, why should we suffer? Why don't I just make a change in other people's life? And second, I, the tool that I use with my clients is really, you know, work, uh, worksheet. We actually do a worksheet together and we work on different varieties of tools in terms of confidence, depression, anxiety. We, we really look deep into our mind to really understand what is it holding us back? Why is it we have this little thing that's in our brain that's causing us to not step forward? And I also do a lot of um, worksheets from CBT or um, like therapist, counselor, um, worksheet, um, just something to really get my clients to really think and say, you know what, this is what it is, and to really understand. And that's how it is to because I feel like the more honest you are within yourself, the more aware you are where you can move forward. Mm-hmm. What CBT exercise have you done that's really stood out for you? And I while you, do, I just um, put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, CBT, um, I usually do, um, there's so many workshops I provide for clients. Um, we do a lot of like deep emotions, um, just so that the client can have understanding where that emotion is coming from. But it's super important to understand why you have these emotions in the first place, right? But in order to understand and dig deep, you really need to understand your emotion. Understand where did it first came from. Once you understand where it first came from, you are able to move forward from that step. Mm, powerful. And for the audience listening, if you don't know what CBT stands for, behavioral therapy so it's just a way to uh really get into changing behaviors and tapping into the subconscious mind very similar to for you as well so when you were an entrepreneur what was that pivotal point that this needed in the world was it covid 
Um, no, it was actually because oh goodness, this is really bad story. But um, I actually I no, it's really bad. I so I was so okay. Actually, yeah, I was part of COVID, but not really. Um, so I actually started working at the grocery store. Okay, and so I'm like, no, I'm a deaf person. COVID was a very very difficult time for me because I'm a lip reader. So I had a deaf person. Um, that people rely heavily on lip reading when communicating with someone. So because of the mask, I was not able to communicate well with customers. And that's when I had to be like, okay, I need to figure out how to get myself some money, right? And But then I wasn't really thinking so much about money. I was trying to find my passion. How to 25 years old. What is it that I'd like to do? And I end up quitting my job. <laughs> I end up quitting. I'm like, oh my God, screw this. My boss was so disrespectful. She was not accommodating at all. And the point where she was literally, you guys, she was literally called my name across the grocery store. Knowing that I'm a deaf person, okay? I can't hear across from the grocery store or the other side of the room. Like, I'm like, are you kidding? So I told her, I quit. Like, you're disrespectful. I told you I was deaf. And that's when I did my research. I went home. I came home that day. I said, how can I make an impact in other people's lives instead of being so miserable? And so I basically look a bunch of career based on my psychology background because I do have a psychology degree and a mental health and addiction degree. And I looked up, what can I do with this as an entrepreneur? And the first thing that came up was life coach. I'm located in Canada, so life coach is not something very common in here compared to any other country. So I looked up life coach and I looked it up and I really loved the idea of it, the concept of it, and I like the fact that it's very flexible, it's your own hours. And so I actually asked a friend of mine, um, I think it was three of my girls, and I asked them, what do you guys think of I become a life coach for you guys just to have the testimonial and just to figure it out? And um, after that, the girl said, you are so amazing. I think you should be a life coach. And I was like, really? And then so I have a second thought and like, maybe I can become a life coach. And I started from there. I picked up, I think, for the first, first half, I got three clients, which was really amazing. And I didn't think I would actually continue to make an impact on their life and really give them that confidence to be able to move forward in life. And so that's really how I started the entrepreneur journey. And that's when I realized that this is it. It's amazing those moments, those moments that are seem so small are so like, you just get to this point that you're like, I deserve better. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? stories like that so if someone in the audience is interested in working with you and connecting with you directly what are some ways that they can get in touch with you or if they want to just reach out and ask questions or they have someone that is deaf in their family because I would imagine it's really hard to find resources and people that know where to yeah definitely um everybody can find me on my website uh, which is KalinaEmpowerment.com. Or everybody can find me on social media, which is Jeff Queen Boss. Please, please, I beg everybody to post. Um, if you're going to send me a message on the back channel, um, just put podcast so that I know with you from one of the listeners. I do receive a lot of messages about questions. 
Um, but yeah, so definitely reach out on my website and definitely reach out to me on social media as well. Oh, thank you so much for the community and really changing people's lives. I, I just, I applaud you. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. As always, please, sharing is caring. We love to hear your thoughts. We love to get feedback, um, guest recommendations, all the things. And if you're not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button before you leave today. And until next time, we will be hanging out soon.